0: Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Hi, I'm RPJ, and you're listening to Dads Read Princess Stories bonus episode about Snow White. In the last episode, you listened to the tale of Snow White read by Ian Case. Today, we are going to take a look at the history of Snow White. Strap in, because we have a lot to cover when it comes to Snow White. Let's start with the basics first. Snow White is a 19th century German fairy tale which is today known widely throughout the world. The brothers Grimm published it in 1812, the same year the Canada burned down the White House. In the first edition of their collection, Grimm's fairy tales called Little Snow White and was numbered as tale number 53. This edition has multiple things in it that at some point got modified or altogether removed. In the 1812, or first edition, there is no stepmother. The evil queen is her mom, making her jealous rage all that much more terrifying. Instead of instructing the huntsman to kill Snow White and bring back her organs, the mother says, take her out into the woods to a remote spot and stab her To death. And then she consumes what she perceives to be Snow White's organs. In the 1812 printing of the tale, the prince manages to get the coffin home without dropping it. But he does make his servants carry it with him from room to room so that he might gaze on his beloved. Eventually, one of the servants gets fed up having to lug this humongous glass box around, so he opens it up and smacks the comatose Snow White in the face, at which point the chunk of apple flies from her throat and she wakes up. Now fast forward to the final 1857 edition of the tale. This edition has a great deal in common with the most famed retelling, Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Let's quickly point out the significant differences. In the 1857 edition of Snow White, the stepmother does not ask the huntsman to bring back the little girl's heart, as she does in the movie. She asks rather for Snow White's lungs and liver. When the hunter fools her by bringing the lungs and liver of a young boar, instead, she boils them in salt and she eats them. Little Snow White then runs off to the dwarves, who have no names. They also have no individual personalities. The queen comes to the dwarves' house not once, but three times, and each time she leaves with Snow White apparently dead. The third time, the queen returns with what is described as a poisonous, poisonous apple. So poisonous, she has to say it twice. One side of the apple is poisonous, the other is not and she convinces Snow White to taste the apple by biting the wholesome side herself. The dwarves are unable to revive her, so they put her in a glass coffin embossed with her name and birth. Many years later, a prince comes to the house, sees her dead, and he falls in love with her. The prince asks to buy Snow White from the dwarves, but they refuse. He tells them he will die if he can't see her, every day for the rest of his life. As his servants are carrying her home, they drop her, and the jolt effectively performs the Heimlich maneuver on Snow White. A chunk of poison apple comes flying out of her mouth, and she returns to life. Snow White and the prince get married, and the evil stepmother is invited to the wedding for some reason. When she sees Snow White alive and marrying a prince, she is so petrified with the fright that she could not budge. Iron slippers have already been heated over a fire and they are brought over to her with tongs. Finally, she had to put on the red hot slippers and dance until she fell down dead. If I asked you, have you watched the movie Snow White recently? Chances are, you're thinking about the animated cartoon, not the almost 100 other versions. That's right. Snow White in some way or another, has been featured as a character in over 91 films and TV shows. Snow White has existed in cinema for almost as long as cinema has existed. The oldest film adaptation hit theaters in 1902, with the most significant adaptation coming in 1916, starring Margaret Clark. It was more than 20 years before Disney would release his own cinematic version of Snow White in 1937. The existence of the film is groundbreaking. It was Disney's first feature-length animated film. Upon its release, it was immediately deemed as a masterpiece. Shirley Temple awarded Walt Disney a specially designed Honorary Academy Award for the film, one regular-sized Oscar with seven additional miniature statuettes attached. Most movies only get one theatrical release, but Disney's Snow White has been re-released eight times in theaters. 1944, 52, 58, 67, 75, 83, 87, and 1993. It is one of the highest grossing films of all time when adjusted for inflation. But not all film versions of Snow White have been as wholesome as Disney's. In fact, some have been downright ugly. There's a subtle racism at play in the Grimm's original story, which holds that skin, white as snow, is the highest form of beauty. But it was in a 1943 Mary Melody's short, Coal Black, Indie Seven Dwarves, that was so hideously unforgivably racist that it is hard to know where to even begin. Cold Black recasts Snow White and Prince Charming with black protagonists named So White and Prince Shaman, and feature an organization called Murder Inc. that proudly advertises its services: midgets half price, Japs free. The NAACP mounted an unsuccessful campaign at the time to get the cartoon banned prior to its original release, but history has borne the organization's efforts out. Cole Black is one of the infamous censored 11 Merry Melodies slash Looney Tunes banned for offensive racial content and has not been seen officially on home release since 1968. We're gonna shift gears now and talk about where the idea of Snow White came from. Most would assume that the story of Snow White is a made-up folk tale dating back to the Middle Ages, eventually made popular by the brothers Grimm, but there happens to be two stories of women that may have directly influenced the tale. In 1994, a German historian named Eckhard Sander authored the book Snow White, Is It a Fairy Tale? In it, he declared that he had discovered an account that may have influenced the tale that first appeared in the Grimm's fairy tales. According to Sander, the character of Snow White was based on the life of Margaret von Waldeck, a German countess born in 1533. At the age of 16, Margaret was pressured by her stepmother, Katharina of Hatzfeld, to relocate to Brussels. There, Margaret fell in love with a prince who would have ultimately become Philip II of Spain. Margaret's father and stepmother disapproved of the romance as it was politically inconvenient. Margaret mysteriously died at the age of 21, supposedly having been poisoned. Historical accounts point to the king of Spain, who was opposed to the relationship, and may have deployed Spanish agents to murder Margaret. But what about the seven dwarves? Margaret's father possessed several copper mines that employed children as quasi-slaves. The poor conditions prompted countless to die at a young age, but those that did survive had severely stunted growth and deformed limbs from malnutrition and the grueling physical labor. As a result, they were frequently referred to as poor dwarves. Sanders also believes that the poison apples stemmed from an historical event in Germany where an old man was arrested for giving apples to children who he believed were stealing his fruit. The second story is of Maria Sophia von Erthel, born June 15, 1729, in Bavaria. She was the daughter of the 18th century landowner Prince Philip Christoph von Erthel and his wife Baroness von Bettendorf. After the death of Maria's mother, Prince Philip went on to marry Claudia Elizabeth Maria von Venigen, Countess of the Reichenstein, who was said to have very much disliked her new stepchildren. The castle where they lived had a talking mirror toy that could speak. The mirror, constructed in 1720 by the mirror manufacturer of Electorate of Mainz-on-Lore, was in the castle during the time that Maria's stepmother lived there. The castle is now a museum, whilst the mirror is housed in the Spessart Museum. There was also a mining town called Bieber that was located just west of Lore and set amongst the mountains. Smallest tunnels could only be accessed by very short miners who often wore bright hoods. The glass coffin may be linked to the region's famous glassworks, and the poisoned apple may be associated with the deadly nightshade poisons that grows in abundance in Lore. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode about the history of Snow White. If you have not already, please click that subscribe button. You can subscribe to the podcast on almost all podcast apps. Places like Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Apple Podcast. There are so many, I can't even name them all. You can head over to www.dadsreadprincessstories.transistor.fm to find all the links to the apps. Check out the past episodes as well. There's Grimm's Tale Maid Malene and the story of Olga of Kiev. If you happen to be enjoying the podcast, help spread the word by sharing on social media. It is the best way to leave a good review. Trust me, it really is. By sharing it with your friends and family. Be sure to tag us on Facebook and Instagram at DadsReadPrincessStories or on Twitter with DadsRead. Next week, we will have Dad Evan Roberts read another famous fairy tale, Little Briar Rose, otherwise known as Sleeping Beauty. I'm RPJ, stay safe.